Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, Mike Silver, San Francisco Chronicle, and many things beyond as we get ready for the NFC title game. How are you? I'm golden, man. This is, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Here we go, man. Here we go. So um, every week... It seems like we come up with something that Brock Purdy hasn't done until he's done all of the things, right? And and so now it's playoffs on the road in one of the most hostile environments. Does that it, does that wash for you, or are we done with with Brock Purdy tests? Well, it depends how you look at it. Are we done? I mean, you're never done, right? Steve Young won passing titles, won an MVP, uh, and still wasn't good enough because he didn't win a ring, uh, and he followed the greatest of all time. So uh, it's all relative, right? But to me, he has passed all the tests, and... If he fails in Philadelphia against the Great Eagles team, I don't think it's going to be, oh, he could handle the pressure. Like, he might not be able to handle the literal pressure of their pass rush. Those guys have 70 sacks, and they come in waves. And, um, you know, I would say this. I was a little concerned before the Cowboy game in that he has played around a lot in the pocket and extending plays, spin moves. We saw the high step on the scramble. Uh, he and I kind of had a conversation, Brock and I, about uh, the 17-yard sack he took from Isaiah Simmons when he tried to turn the corner in the last regular season game and talked to Kyle about it. And, you know, it's, it's an adjustment. You're trying to figure out the speed of the NFL and what you can get away with. And I knew Dallas was coming with those studs inside and Micah Parsons and DeMarcus Lawrence and Dan Quinn's style of coaching, and so I, I thought that could be an issue. It seemed to swallow him up a few times in the first half. He adjusted, nothing calamitous happened, and obviously the team was good enough to prevail in a tight game. I think the Eagles are better than Dallas. I think that pass rush, I know that pass rush productivity-wise is the best in the league. You got four guys with 11 sacks or more. Um, you know, they're a really good team. I think the 49ers are going to have to score more against them. And so it just puts all those things at a premium, getting rid of the ball, uh, other people on the offense finding ways to make plays, uh, you know, the defense locking it down as much as they can against a very dynamic quarterback. Um, so 
it's not going to be easy at all. On the other hand, the, the 49ers as currently constituted with Brock Purdy eight games in, good enough to win this game and win the Super Bowl, absolutely, and they will be coached up in this one. And, you know, Nick Sirianni has done a great job. He's yelling at refs. He's calling out radio guys. He's mugging for the cameras. But uh, if you ask me, who is going to come in with a more gangster game plan uh, in this one. I'm riding with the team from the West Coast. And that team in the left coast has maybe some small injury questions. Did you get any sense yesterday at practice about McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell and their ability to be near 100%? I think it's going to be okay. I mean, let's think about the 49ers and injuries and what they've had to deal with in big games past and even in the middle of this season when it just seemed like they'd never be healthy and people just kept dropping really important people uh they're healthy man you know uh Trent, Trent Williams was playing on one leg at this time last year you know Debo had gotten banged up uh, they didn't have McCaffrey I, I just think you know other than the fact that they're on their third quarterback and by the grace of the football gods He's pretty darn good. Uh, they are as healthy as I could imagine them being, and that goes all the way back to preseason. So, yeah, he, Christian McCaffrey has a calf thing. Mitchell's fighting through his thing. I think his knee is flaring a little bit, too. But at, given what time of year it is and what's going on, uh, unless something bad happens in practice the next few days, they, uh, they, they're they not going to be able to use health as an excuse in this one. Mike Silver with us. Will and Dibbs, 95.7 The Game. I wonder, Mike, how, how you see this. If you're the Eagles, what are you watching on tape this week uh, that, that you feel is the weakness? Everyone's looking for the weakness with this 49er offense, and even though they won last week, just just 19 points, and, and, and the Cowboys were strong in spots in sort of limiting what the 49ers do offensively. Do you think the Eagles might might have found something in that Cowboys game, or was that just that game? No, I think all the games are going to be like this from now on. And again, they may have to score more because the Eagles' offense is, is that good. But um, I think all the games are going to be are going to resemble the three playoff games the 49ers played last year and the one they played last Sunday. Tense, turnovers are pivotal, you know, big plays are massive, uh, you know, little things probably decided, and a lot of it may come down to will. And all of those things, by the way, factor in, you know, the 49ers' favor based on the way they prepare and play all year, but this is the best team in the NFC other than the 49ers, and they have a lot of capabilities. So to me, it's, it's hard to just say, oh, well, the Eagles are going to do this, or Dallas showed that. I mean, it's going to be like Dallas, but better. Um, even better pass rush, better in the secondary, um, more dudes on offense, and A.J. Brown, by the way, is a little banged up, so... I think on the the injury side, it might actually favor the 49ers going in, but he'll try to play through too. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't see this as one of those like nerdy, here's what's going to happen breakdown type games. I see it as two teams just beating each other, uh, physically imposing their will, and 
looking for little ways to tip the scales. It's a Debo Samuel kind of vibe, you know, just running through people. George Kittle doing what he does best, and obviously that defense. But none of it is going to be easy for either side. Yeah, no doubt. And we know that the Eagles' defensive line is probably their best foot forward. But in terms of the Niners' edge, where would you put the 49ers' edge in terms of what they can do to Philadelphia that gives them the best chance to win? Coaching, uh, first of all, which is not insignificant. Um, I think... um, experience in these types of games uh, again dating back to last year's three postseason games and really more than that because they had to win some down the stretch of last year's regular season uh, that Rams game in particular at the end of the regular season was essentially an elimination game for the 49ers not essentially it literally was an elimination game for the 49ers and a bunch before that were essentially and let's you know, let's remember how clutch this Niner team can be. Um, you know, you're you're down 17 nothing against the Rams, and if you don't win, you're out in the regular season finale last year. You come back. Uh, you now are down seven, and you have the ball, and this is it. You got to score, kind of like Dak Prescott had to score. Uh, last Sunday. It's tough. Jimmy Garoppolo takes you all the way down the field. You score. You force overtime. You hold them. You go down. You score. Uh, Congratulations. You're in the playoffs and you're going on the road. So, you know, this is a different team, but they have a lot of dudes who can do this type of thing. They've seen the abyss twice. They were three and five last year. They were three and four this year. Um, and they've been able to fight through a lot of adversity. Um, you know, again, nothing, none of that means anything if the Eagles are just a bit better or calls go there. There we go. Um, you know, yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be a, I, I think they're in position to have that edge psychologically, coaching wise, preparation wise. Not that it necessarily translates, but that's a big deal. Mike, uh, we know that every NFL team, when you get to this point, like you you cherish the opportunity because you don't know when you're going to get it again. Uh, The other side to that, though, like I wonder how would you put into words where the 49ers sit if, if this is again not the year you know in terms of age of key players and contracts and all of that um let's say let's say the 49ers do score fewer points this weekend it 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 leaves the whole picture where you know look i would have said a couple months ago it's kind of a moment of reckoning if they lose because jimmy's going to be gone and they do have some decisions to make. You know, Bosa needs to be signed. They would presumably have had to get at least an option 1B along with Trey Lance for next year, and that would have cost cap dollars. And, you know, guys get older, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think that now. You know you have your starting quarterback in Brock Purdy who's going to be making $900,000 next year who 
is not even eligible for an extension until after the 2024 season. And so you know you can pay Nick Bosa, afford to keep the guys that you want to keep, uh, maybe go out and, and fortify things like you did inciting Charverius Ward this last year. And I think Brock Purdy's passed enough tests, and more important, Kyle thinks that, that this team can come right back, be loaded, and daunting next year. So uh, on one level, you always want to seize these opportunities. We saw that with the 2019 Niners, who looked so close to winning a Super Bowl, and then 2020 was a fiasco, and, you know, nothing is for certain. But I don't think the window is necessarily closing now. I think they're loaded, and they're going to enjoy the benefits of that Brock Purdy rookie deal. And by the way, you can keep Trey Lance another year on his rookie deal and try to develop him and see where that goes too. Uh, they're in a really, really good spot. That said, uh, you know, no Niner fan is going to care if they go back and listen to this clip after the game. If it doesn't go well, they're going to be understandably devastated. Uh, Mike, great stuff. Enjoy Philly. Tell those people to stop hating themselves so much. <laughs> they do love football. They do love the Eagles. I was all, all over that run they had five years ago. I did not get up on a lamppost and uh, do anything like that, but uh, I did hang out at the victory party with Jeffrey Lurie, their great owner, and I saw that city uh, you know, go nuts. So they're going to be into it. Uh, you know, Niners, the Niners are not going to be shying away from any of it. Uh, may the best team win. Uh, Mike, enjoy it, man. Thank you as always. Thank you, guys. All right, there it is. Mike Silver, San Francisco, Chronicle, Bally Sports, Beyond. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 